Welcome everyone to the Dynamo Abroad podcast where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host Alex Lishik and with us from across the pond is Dima. How's it going Dima? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's tough to say. Um, in terms of uh, Dynamo, it's not going so well. Um, personally, I can't complain too much. Um, I feel like this is going to be a good podcast for the neutral. Um, and from the great state of New York is Eric. How's it going, Eric? Yeah, personally going great. Uh, the normal side of things, um, I guess people will find out as we start recording. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Do we want to start with the good or the bad news first? Let's start with the, well, it's, I don't want to say it's bad news, but it's not great news, is it? Uh, depend, I got a new contract. <sighs> Unless you guys it want to. It is bad start. news. Yeah. Why? It is Why? bad news. Why? So, so, okay, listen to this. Okay, so some stats about Dipiana, and and this is just in the Ukrainian Premier League. Obviously, we know he's done absolutely nothing in in the Champions League. So this season in the Ukrainian Premier League, right, he has been in the squad. Well, he's been in the starting 11, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of nine matches. Um, the other two, he was on the bench, was an unused sub. Um, majority of the matches that he played, he played the majority of those matches, so close to like 70-ish minutes or so. Um, so against Polos, two goals and two assists. So that was, you know, a big game for him, as you both will remember, that ended 7-0. Um, impressive performance from Dinamo. Um, besides that, he has one assist against Metavist has had zero goal contributions in any other matches in the Ukrainian Premier League. So that's not just Champions League, but the Ukrainian Premier League. Obviously, we also know we signed Antioch, who has made uh, has been in the squad twice, I believe, and has made one appearance. What has Depena done to earn himself a new contract besides nothing? I would love to know who offered him that contract. There's, I, if I'm lost for words, honestly. I mean, seems like a nice guy. I don't mean to be like, have like an agenda against him or anything like that. But if we're talking about productivity and efficiency on the pitch, I mean, I, think, I, don't, I, know, think... I don't know. Stats don't lie. And I mean, it's not like he's, you know, someone like Yaromolenko used to be where he's taking control of the game, influencing, drawing defenders over to create space for his teammates and things like that. I mean, like I said, I'm kind of at a loss. I just think, you know, it's, it's not great. Is it? I mean, uh, we, we talked about this last night after the Bayern game, I think probably everyone except for what, maybe five or six players are probably should not be in the squad after yesterday. You could argue most at most five or six. I'm thinking, Nesheret, Zabarni Sirota Popov, Shaprenko, Bujalski, and I'll give Lenyev and Vitinho half a pass because they never have actually gotten a proper chance. I agree. I mean, how can you? I mean, how can you argue with that? I mean, the rest of them are well, good as it. I mean, about the pitch, he's such a limited player. It's so limited. He's good for spamming crosses against UPL, like lower half UPL sides against the big teams. Well, sorry, but where, where is he? You know, it's. He's there, but is he, is, he, is he there? Like, is he doing anything? That's my question. He, he and you ah. know, the, the problem is, I feel like he's one of these guys who make, because he, he runs around a lot. So he seems very busy all the time. So people could say, oh, he seems like he's doing something, but like he's, he's actually, he's actually doing nothing. Um, 
On to the next bit of news. Uh, Trabzonspor are interested in Mikolenko. If it's a good offer, I'll take it. I think it's... The, yeah, I mean, I guess the issue then for me is those who... Who do we replace them with? I mean, I'm assuming you'd sell... Um, there must be a good left-back somewhere. I'm th- honestly... Actually there, there is. There, there, I'm sure that there are. The question is, is do we actually get a good left-back and I mean, bring him in? Or do we going to get... We're going to get a left foot to Domash. We're just going to put a left foot. We're just going to buy a left foot to Domash Kenjora. That's, I mean, that's what we're going to do. Per- personally, I would have I would have zero problem if you sell Mikolenko over the winter and just bring back Seedclay and Lubin Chak on loan for the spring and then bring in another left back to replace Seedclay. Because I, I, I think, personally, Lubin Chak was really hard done by because I thought he was much better than Mikolenko preseason and for me was a starter going into the season. Um but I, I would say, assuming that deal would probably happen in January, I would just bring back Kubin Chak. That's probably the only thing you can really do at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, probably shouldn't have let Seed. I mean, I didn't think we should have let Seed Clay go when we did. Why would you let? Why would you let your own? Why would you have two left backs? Sorry, you have three left backs. Why would you let two go out on loan? And they and it's not like they were the clear. It's not like they were so clearly far behind Mikolenko in quality. No, they're not. It's definitely not. Um, it's, yep. it's it's just strange decisions, and like I said, it's like I want to know who's making these decisions because, like, is it a lot on Surkis? Is it a lot on Luchescu? Is it a combination of the two of them? Is it all on one player? It's one more Luchescu on another. Is it mostly Surkis? Because uh, I I don't know about you guys, but whoever's making these decisions, I I have lost complete faith in their judgment of players and player I've, ability. I've no faith in their. Don't even know when the last time I had the faith in in the management to actually do something useful. Um, now let's move on to some good news, or actually I don't know if it's good news, but some kind of better news. Um, Luchesco offered a contract through twenty twenty four. I mean, the way he's going, he'll be lucky to see twenty twenty two if he continues with some of the team selections he's had. I mean, real talk, how old is he going to be in twenty twenty four? Like, I'm not being funny or rude or anything. Eighty. How old is? He'll be 80. 80. I believe he'll be. Oh, let me double check, actually. I think he's going to be 80. Oh, God, 80. Has there ever been an 80-year-old coach before? No, but why not? Dinamo will be the first team to have one. True. I'm actually uh, yeah. going for my coaching qualifications right now, so I might actually. <laughs> the first 180 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be... Um... He'll be uh, 79 at the end of the 2023-2024 season. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so you can make of that what you will. Um, what else do we have? Oh, the oh, let's actually do something positive. The U19s have been absolutely fucking class in the UEFA Youth League, haven't they? Um, absolutely smashed Benfica 4-0. Okay, they mile, they barely beat Uruguay 2-1, and they absolutely hammered Bayern Munich 4-0. Um, guess we could this is actually a good place to start off the discussion, both on the Rook and Bayern games. Uh, team selection and player performances have been kind of shaky to say the least. Uh, so is it fair to say that some of the U19s should be getting a chance more than some of the first teamers? Absolutely. I mean, there's <clears throat> okay, I'm not talking about you know, just dump the whole lot of the starters and just put down the 19th. I mean, I think that's a bit soon, but can can they really be any worse than those absolute use the, the absolute useless, completely useless players we have on the bench? Can they really be any worse? Because I'd I'd 100 percent take 
Brasco over Andreevsky against you know some of the some of the weaker sides. I'd hundred percent take Diallo or Voloshin over Depena. Hundred percent. Those guys are balling out in the <clears throat> excuse me in the in the youth league in the and uh, in, in the Ukrainian under nineteen league. But why aren't they? Why not give them a chance? You know, Tarenko. You know, having a good form. You know, so many Yatsik. Uh, what's his name? Um, I believe. Vivcherenko is still uh, in that under 19s yeah. Anton Ball. Why why not? Seriously, why not? I mean Anton are these, Ball. Are these are these first sorry, are these first team players playing so well that they're just you know blocking the park? I don't think they are. I mean, Eric, you have anything to add on top of this? Because I mean, like we, we've seen how many times I feel like I have not seen one game this year where the starting wingers were not Dependa and Sigankov. And outside of the barely what? handful of chances or goals and assists uh Depena has besides the call game and about how many how many penalties has Tagantko scored this year it has to be at least five or four five. or five I think it's four he's or got five. okay yeah I actually looked this up so he has four yeah um so he has in nine appearances in the UPL seven goals and one assist four of those seven goals have been penalties and only one of those was one that he won Bujarski won one and the other two were Garamash Jesus I mean, listen, it's great that we have, we know we have a good penalty taker in Saganko, but I mean, listen, we're not going to be getting three penalties against Bayern Munich, are we? No. So, Absolutely. you know, how, how much of this is going to start to, I, listen, we know the management of the club is not the best, but how much of this is going to start to boil down to the manager? Because he's the one who keeps picking these players. I mean, he's definitely certain that, I mean, obviously the manager always has some of the responsibility, but I think that that responsibility as well as that criticism is definitely increasing on Luchescu with this, these team selections that just, I, like I said, are, are a little bit baffling when you take a look at player performances. You know, Tsenkov is a prime example. Um, you know, Mikolenko, I think, is another one, obviously, but at the same time, we don't really have someone else that can slot in behind him. He's kind of like the only left back that's we're able to field at this point. But like Sahankov, I just yeah, I don't understand this divine right of his to start. I mean I really don't. He he he's been poor like I like we've talked about a million times this entire calendar year. And I've heard seen stuff about people calling him our hottest prospect, one of our hottest prospects, which I don't know what planet they live on or what air they're breathing. But well what's he done to warrant that then? His FIFA potential, I guess. Um, it's actually not scoring penalties against UPL relegation. Yeah. Then he's yeah. the best. I mean, clearly haven't watched the Ukrainian Premier League. Um, you know, talking about some of these players needing to go for the betterment of their careers. If you can't do a job in the Ukrainian Premier League, where the hell is your career going to take you? For the betterment of your career, like, are you joking? Like, who, who, what interest is there? I mean, okay, the Superiaha deal, I, I get that. That was handled poorly. He should have been allowed to leave. Um, however, you can, you these are players like even been bought. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But like Mikolenko and Sahankov, like there's been talks of people interested in them, but I'm not aware of any concrete offer that's come through, especially not recently. And with all due respect, like I said, you know, I'm not even going to take a look at the Bayern match. I'm going to take a look at the Ukrainian Premier League, right? And people talk about complacency and things like that. And, you know, I'm sorry, but you're a professional. You've got a job to do. Right. And I understand you're not going to be on every match. That's fair. But when you're putting in these performances against teams like Alexandria and Metalist, 
I mean, where do you think that their career is going to go, that they're going to be able to suddenly slot in and, and start making an impact in, a, in um, you know, Germany or somewhere like that? You know what I mean? Like, what, what is the betterment of their careers? Like, and, and, and if they have gotten complacent and they're not playing well right now, that's on them. That's not on the club. You know, that's on you, the player, because you have a job to your club, to your team, to go out there, give your all and perform every match, right? So that has nothing to do with the club. That's not the club's fault. I understand that being held on to longer than necessary, I get that. I'm not saying Dinamo has never done that or that Surkis isn't a bit of a moron when it comes to transfer negotiations, but like, come on. You know what I mean? But, it's but, just, but, it's, but Eric, I want to cut you off here because is, if you want to move so bad, Prove it week in, week out why you should have teams lining up at Surkis's door ready to snap you up, snatch you up. Well, exactly. And, and like I said, if you can't do that against Metalis 1925 and Alexandria, I mean, it shows what happens too when they play. I mean, imagine them going to Germany and, you know, coming up again. I'm not saying they're going to be playing Bayern every week, obviously, but imagine them playing some of these top of the half top of the half table squads. And I mean, really, you think they're going to make an impact and they're going to be effective against them when they can't even do it against bottom of the table UPL sides. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Here. But anyways, I agree with Dima. I think I'm not saying that we need to do a, a full scale, you know, overhaul. I, I think that. But we definitely should be seeing a lot more rotation. And I would like to see some of these youth players be getting more opportunities and some of our current starters on the bench. Um, but I we do need a full-scale overhaul. I mean, performances like that. I mean, who's <laughs> what I mean by that is all that one. Yeah, no, I'm getting the entire gonna dump all the, Yeah, you're not going to you know dump in the whole you know under 19s and ever like But in an ideal world, oh, can, can I just butt in three, for a second? four players from the from our starting lineup max actually start for us at most, and three fours being generous. But oh, can I just butt in real quick? Yeah. So, guess what Zagadkov's potential is in FIFA now that we brought it up? Go on. 86. 86. Guess what his... I just, I, just, I just guessed 86. that because that's literally what it is like every guess, year. Is guess, guess, guess what his value is, according to FIFA, obviously. 33 and a half. 33 and a half. That's, he's, he's, not, he's barely worth half of that. And guess what nice. his release clause is at? What? 80.4. Oh yeah, we're gonna get 80.4 for Zagankov, sure. Um, and you know, this this is my issue, right? Like, imagine Bayern playing bottom of the league sides with their first eleven and playing like that. Do you think they're really gonna be putting out that for a couple games, or do you think they're really gonna put out that same team? No, No, because they're 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 a well-run club. No, they're gonna look for solutions. They're gonna change formation, change system, try different players. They're gonna try what it gets to uh, not what it gets to what i don't even know what kind of sentence that is they're going to try different formations to find that balance that you know is a successful balance until you know whatever they need to change it next or for suspension injury whatever and that's where my i'm going to kind of have another dig at lutesco because when was the last time you say you know what dinamo played really well against a really good side today we deserve to get this convincing win I mean, I'd say Kolov, but that's not really a very good side, is it? I would say probably Alkmaar or Ghent. Brugge? Because, I mean, look, they've been playing. Yeah, I'll give you Brugge. 
But so what we're talking maybe three or four wins in a, yeah, a year. Yeah, no, I do get you. I mean, come on, like I'm like not it, saying I, I don't look. No, listen, I don't, I don't care about I don't care about winning. Okay, well, no, sorry, that's, that's maybe I phrased that a bit wrong. Of course, I care about winning. I care about nothing but winning. But I don't. If we lose to a side that you know with a significantly bigger budget than us. I'm not happy about it, but there's I can't, you know, there's there's a reason for that because they, they've got the better team. But my problem is is the performance, is the manner in which they, we lose. No fight, no passion. No one looks like they're gonna give it a go. No one looks like they believe they can do it. You know, it's all just like, oh well, they're a better side than us. So yeah, well, we'll just let you win. That's you know, you're better than us. So yeah, come on then. Yeah, like imagine, right? Imagine this. What Shovkovsky, Luzhny's, Gusev's, or even like Lobanovsky's reaction would be after Sidorchuk's handball yesterday. Oh, gee, what a this guy's been. A, I'm so I've got to say, he's been a liability this season. Really, he has. He's almost like he was two or three years ago, pre Luchescu. Yeah. I, I think I think it's time to start looking for a replacement. I really he's not going to get any not saying, not, not saying I'm not saying I want him to sh- I'm not saying I want to. Seem shipped out of the club, but it's. I, I think it's time to you know start looking for a for an alternative for starting eleven because I, I he's not good enough for the Champions League. Listen, Sorry, listen, it's it's time to move on from a lot of these players. And listen, he's not going to get any younger, is he? He's what? No, 30, he's he's going to be thirty-one already. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 time to move on. I mean. Listen, it's like uh, I feel like sometimes you're better off leaving, uh, getting rid of a player a year early than a year late. Because at least, you know, yeah, I get you. Because, you know, if you get off a year early, okay, well, listen, hindsight's 2020, you didn't know what that player's going to be. But if you get off a year late, then, you know, it's, I, I don't even know where to go from here. I mean, Dinamo Shaftar on Sunday. I mean, oh, well, nice, nice, easy game. Yeah, I mean, the only kind of – I don't want to say it's a positive because you never want to see players injured. Traore is probably out for Sunday for Shakhtar. Um, he's definitely – he's out for a while. Yeah. Um, nasty injury, but um, – I mean, the, the, really, the really annoying thing is – the really annoying thing is for me that we can't just, you know, teach some of these crap first starting 11 players a lesson just, you know, let a few um under – under 19 take their place. We can't even do that because it's Shakhtar and they're not ready for that level just yet. I mean, but if we had, if we had Seyruch, I would have just said, you know what? All of you that just completely embarrass yourself, embarrass yourself, piss off to the bench. Let have let some of the guys that you know actually actually showed glory to the club, Dynamo Kiev, against the Bayern Munich under 19s. They know what it's like. Uh, they know what it's about to play for this club. Not yeah. not lose five nil without yeah. without putting up any kind of fight. No, uh, against Shakhtar, well, I feel like our, our hands are tied. Um, go, going to the game Sunday, are, I, although, listen, I think we would love to see players like Brashko, Voloshin. Um, oh, by the way, shout out to Vikenti Voloshin. He's been amongst the goals that Desta scored against Morisla. Goal against, uh, scored against Metalis Karkiv, not number 25. Uh, Yaroslavsky, oh, Eric's buddy's Metalist, Yaroslavsky um, in the cup. So hopefully that's a player I think I would not be surprised if we see him at Dinamo over the winter period and then maybe going back on loan to Desna. But definitely, I think you'll see more of uh, Vikenti Voloshin at Dinamo over the summer, hopefully. Um, you know, I don't... But going back to what I was saying, I don't think expect to see Samba Dial or Nazari Voloshin or Brashko Tarenko Pop... Uh, but I want them on the bench. I don't want... I don't want all these same crap players here. You know, all this... All this absolute trash that comes off the bench and this absolutely... I don't want that. 
Yeah. I know. Do you know do you, what, why not give them? If, if it's not working out, why not? Because they can't be any worse. If we if we see, oh my God, if we see any more substitutions like Shaparenko for Shepinev and Timchikov for Kinjara, oh my God. But, yeah, I, the Timchik one, I can kind of half understand because he was on the yellow pride as one of suspended for the Barcelona games, which is probably the Dynamo's biggest games going into the rest of the Champions League. But, um, I mean, surely host changes for the game. I, if we're going to do our preferred starting lineup for the Shakhtar game, goalkeeper has to be Neschera, in my opinion. I mean, I think it's it's tricky. It's tricky because... Um... Listen, our I, preferred, I, I, if you're a coach right now, you have to pick in. Do you know what to play? Yeah, I'd right. go. Do you know what? What the hell? Go in the Sharia because Bouchant's are nothing this season, nothing so, special that I don't expect him to do. Bouchant's in that category of player who I would try to cash in on, by the way. Yeah, I, I think it's, I, I'd honestly cash in to be honest. Um, Eric, any issues with Nashira and goal? Mm-hmm. Uh, right back, I would go Tim Chick, and it's and that's it, Tim Chick, period. I'm not uh, saying that he's. I'm not saying he's miles better, but I'm. Kenziota got absolutely burned against Bayern. He got absolutely burned against Shakhtar's um, wingers. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's it'll burned by everyone, doesn't it? It'll get happen. It'll happen again. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's, least, it's it's insanity. Like, it's, it's like the it's like the saying, you know, insanity is you know doing the same thing over yep. and over again and expecting different results. You know, like if Kenziota gets destroyed by the same players like a few times already. <laughs> It's going to happen again, isn't it? There's no point in playing him again because it's just going to be the exact same thing. Um, so what I would go, um, Tim Chick at right back. I actually didn't think Shabanov and Zabardi weren't the worst. It wasn't terrible. I, I just thought I just thought they were on emergency defender mode for the whole game and pretty much defending three or four or five players on their own at times. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'd go for those two at the back. I mean, we did nothing but defend pretty much, so... I don't know if I'd call what some of our players did defending team. I think that's well. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't really call it defending either, but we were trying uh, to defend. I think that's a Sh- see, Shabanov and Zabarni defended. Some of the other ones, I don't know what they were trying to do. Um, left back. I don't want to go Mikolenko left back. I really don't. But my problem is, who else? Who, do you yeah. Do? Who? <laughs> you got to go with Mikolenko. Gusev. You got to, yeah. <laughs> did he even play left back? He, he could do a job there, even now. Probably. Uh, defensive midfield. Um, Shaparenko, Sidorchuk. Don't love yeah. that. I, uh, but you I, have to, though. We you have, have to, to. Yeah. Attacking midfield. Is, is Bujanski going to be back? I don't know. He's I think starting... it was just a precaution. I think it was just a precaution. I, I, I would not be surprised if they specifically just kept him on the sideline just for the game on, the game coming up. That would if they sense. kept him on... If they kept him on the sideline for Shakhtar? Yeah, yeah. they kept him on the sideline for um, for Bayern. So oh, kept him, him yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. In this, yeah. Um, yeah. So would you go back to the usual three in the midfield? Yeah, yeah I mean, Bujarski, Shaparenko, and Sidorchuk. And, yeah. and I just want to say, you know, if they're not, if they're not going to perform then uh, for the next game out you go yeah uh, who do we play after Shakhtar by the way uh oh, I'm checking right now do we play Barcelona or is there a match before Barcelona uh oh we have Lviv 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we could make some against Lviv. If if these if these men don't turn up against Shakhtar, then dump dump a lot of them and play. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, play the under 19 some of the under 19s because that would be just a, just a joke at that point. Uh, wingers, I think it, I think wingers honestly is probably the biggest talking point. What? <sighs> Why not just play? Um, Vitinho. I would say like, I did say we play. Did what? What did we buy him for? Did did we buy him just to you know bring off the bench for about fifteen minutes against Ruh? Is that what we bought him for? I I would go Vitinho and Lenyev. You same, same. Eric, this point. Mm, yeah, I guess. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Uh, Vitinho be, or Verbić. But I I I wouldn't mind if it's two of Karavaev or Lenyev on the right and Verbić. Or yeah, I, I, I think Karavaev would do a good job to be honest. I think it, I think in a, I, game I, like, again, a game like against Shakhtar, I think Karavaev is a better bet than Lednyev, but I wouldn't be against Lednyev. Yeah, I, 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 I would mm. not be against any of that one of those combinations Vitinho or Vedbic on the left and Karavaev or Lednyev on the right. Well, I'm assuming that their keeper is probably going to be Piatov. Yeah, just got to so spam long I, shots. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind Lednev running at the defense. Well, Piatov. Giving him a little bit more freedom. You just to shoot. don't know why. You don't know what Piatov you're going to get. Either. Well, he he had a he played he had a good save against Inter, so he's probably due for a howler against us. Isn't oh well, he? just because of that, he's Ukraine's best goalkeeper. Oh, I, I forgot. Correct. Yeah. Two saves. Two saves, and he is arguably Ukraine's best keeper. Yeah. Uh, don't yes. uh, don't forget, uh, but don't forget, he almost got a pre-assist on one of Inter's goal. Uh, one of the goals Inter should have scored. Um, apparently, uh, yeah. Apparently, people didn't watch the match against Sheriff, um, where he pretty much bobbled every shot that came his way. Yeah. Uh, and striker. I mean, I don't want to see God. I swear. How can Dennis Godwash be offside so many damn times? When is how long is it until Ramirez can be back from? Because I know he had COVID. How long has it been? It was in a couple weeks. Yeah, but he's still suffering with it, I think. Let me okay. see if I can find it if he's out. Honestly, I would... I might I might even go with Supriyaha. Yeah, I was going to say that. Just because he, he played... I thought he actually played pretty well against Shakhtar. He played decently in the Super Cup. Yeah, yeah I think so. Bit, bit unlucky with that shot off the post. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to give him two... Like, it's him. Same goes for Karavaev as well. Coming on with 15 minutes to go when you're down 4-0 to Bayern. I mean, that's like... That kind of is not the best. Um, that's not the best time to be coming on, I think. So yeah, I would just go Supriaga up top, and yeah, it says um, it says his return is unknown back into the team. Ramirez. Hmm. So um, let's see if we can go over this team again. Goalkeeper Nesheret, back four Timchik, uh, Zabarni Shabanov. And Mikolenko, midfield three of Sidorchuk, Buyalski, and Shaparenko, front three of, let's just say, Karivayev, Verbic, and Supriyak. I think that's more realistic than Lenyev or Vitinho starting. Why Verbic starting? What's he really done to get to United? I don't start. I don't know. I mean, I don't think, I really don't think this team is that controversial. You're really only changing two players, you're just changing the wingers. And maybe the striker, you could argue, but like, I, I listen. I think the t- team needs a big response going to the international break because I think the international break is coming at a pretty good time, but we we need we need some kind of pickup in performance because this what we've seen the last couple of weeks is not has not been good. Uh, not good enough. That's all. 
Yeah. And I mean, listen, we're not going to get into the talk of like the UPL, but like the league's only going to get better. You, you know, if you look at the certain teams in league below, um, and if we're going to struggle to beat Ruch and Minai, well, you shouldn't be expecting much in the Champions League. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I, do you guys have any last thoughts before we uh, wrap it up here? Nothing for me. Eric? No, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I remember just hearing nothing, about nothing. I have nothing positive or good to say, that's for sure. You know, you know who should yeah, give the pre-match, yeah. you know who should give the pre-match press conference on uh, on uh, Sunday? Yeah. Not press conference, but like pre-match talk to the team. Milia, I think he should honestly give the pre-match team talk. Any of them. I think that like someone who could really get into the team because they, they, the boys need to waken up and they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, on that note. What exactly up. did he say? Like who the hell plays for Dynamo? Yeah. Cause so, something like that. so Bujalski was the first one I think he saw and he asked him like, Hey, like what the hell was that? And then like yeah. two other guys came down and I think he said like, I don't even know who those guys are or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. He's he's spot on. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he's spot on. Who the hell is so? Who the hell is so? Could he do much worse of a job running this club than Surkis? Uh-huh. Mm. Hard, hard to imagine much worse than Surkis, to be honest. With it, you. Yeah, yeah. I know we could do a much better job. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm not. Well, I just won my second Champions League with the Naman Football Manager today. So. There you go. Steps in the right direction. Clearly. Um, so on that note, uh, we're gonna that's, that'll wrap it up. Uh, Dima, if someone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? Uh, nineteen twenty-seven, Dima. Uh, follow my uh, out of contact to number Kiev uh, page as always. Uh, uh, and then Eric, if someone wants to get that- into contact with you, how can they do that? Oh. At Libovich, L-E-B-O-V-I-C-H. Uh, don't forget the underscore S at the end of that, Eric. Um, yeah. And if you want to follow me, your host, you can find me on Twitter at Lishik7. That's L-Y-S-C-Y-K, then the number seven. Uh, if you want to contact the show, you could send us an email to denamobroadpodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM on Twitter. You can find us there at Denamobroad. Well, from everyone here at Denamobroad, that's all we have for you this week. Thanks for listening in, and we will see you next time.